0: Welcome to my podcast, Worlds Collide. I'm the host of the show, Victoria Dauter, and I talk with my international guests here in the show about the experiences they made in their new country versus their home country. Hey, so today, um, same as last week, I'm recording from Denmark. I think I did mention it last time, but yeah i am recording from vacation uh, so in this episode i talked to wendy and pam from south africa and they are twins which is amaweles in south african which is also the name of their company they a catering company and Roivos tea that they are selling maybe you know them from the food network They were on two shows. Um, They did the Great Food Truck Race in season 15. And then also they did Chopped. I think that was a few years ago. Uh, But they started their journey as au pairs 18 years ago. And then they stayed. Yeah, listen to their full story. I enjoyed this conversation very much. It was so much fun. Yeah, here it is. Okay, that's cool. All right. Um, hi guys. Hi. Wendy, Wendy and Pam. Um how are you? Thank you for being on my podcast. Uh
1: thank you for having us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I haven't seen you in such a long time.
1: I know. What four years now? Man.
0: Almost. Almost. Uh, three and a half, yes. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: Sweet.
0: Um, so I mean, I know a little bit, but the people who are listening don't know anything about you, I guess. So, um, where are you from originally?
1: Okay, so Pamela and I were born in South Africa, Durban. Um, we moved to the U.S. about 18 years ago. Yeah, 18 we years are, ago. Yeah, in okay. 2005. Wow, and that's
0: a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah, so it's been long. Um, so, our, we came up as au pairs um uh-huh. planning, and Pam was based in um I was based in uh SeaTac SeaTac no that's the airport oh sorry <laughs> 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 no I was uh I was based um on an island about an hour away from Seattle called Paltrow oh. um it was close to Bremerton which Bremerton is a navy base out in Washington state Mm, yeah. okay. i was up based upstate new york for a year and then eventually we found our way to california after a year uh-huh. with a new family and pam was lucky enough to get into san francisco yeah i was lucky okay. enough to get into san francisco and uh then i i never left san francisco and i lived in southern california orange county uh-huh. and was a pam i just love san francisco the following year i moved up to San Francisco.
0: And were you all pairs the whole time when you moved around?
1: So for the first two years, we were all pairs. Yes. And then we then um, got so, student visas and we became students. Yes. Ah, and became okay. Nanny, um, and I kind of like doing a little bit of nanny jobs there and there, uh, you know, to obviously survive yeah. and stuff. And then in 2013, we actually in 2010, when South Africa hosted the World Cup. Right. Oh, and yeah. We wanted to have a World Cup themed birthday party. And we went around trying to find South African caterers and we couldn't find any. So, they really was like, one we just make the food ourselves. We know how to make it. Sure. Let's just do it. So, anyway, I we made all the food and we had all our, you know, uh, previous or pair friends come from with, all over the world. From all oh, over um, the again, world, mm-hmm. um, and our American friends. A whole bunch of people came. I think we probably had around about sixty people at the party. Oh wow, big party! And, yeah, it was a
0: big party. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs>
1: we were only meant to have maybe thirty people. Yeah, but uh-huh. was yeah. inviting everybody. Yeah, so we invited sure, sixty yeah. people, which was crazy. And the next day, um, I started getting calls from people like, "Oh my god, where did you buy that food?" Um, I really want to go to that restaurant that you know that Kate catered for you. Uh-huh. I was like, I made the food. They were like, Oh shit, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. for, for, from that party party, a, an idea got spun, and we're like, Oh, you know what? Since we couldn't find a caterer that uh, specializes in South African food, why don't we do it? And then, right. so, twenty ten, we started working on opening our own uh, spot uh, called Amaweles, which literally. Um, Translates to the twins, since we are twins, mm-hmm. yeah and um, so prior to that, while we were so we're, what we wanted to do was we didn't just want to jump into the the industry, the restaurant industry, so what we would do to test the waters, we would go and set up at in the marina on Fillmore and Greenwich, yeah every uh, Saturday, Friday and Saturday night after the bar closes. you know how you have the the bacon hot dogs. Yes. The hunting yeah. hunting mm-hmm. hunting. You know yeah. how they set up? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. yeah. And that little cart. Yes. cart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we did the same thing outside. At that time, it was known as city tavern. Yeah. Now it's got a different name. Uh We would set up outside there and, um and sell South African sausages with sauce for the two o'clock, nice. you know, the two o'clock crowd. And that then just spun off and be like, Oh, we actually enjoy this. Yeah. And, through doing that, we then started going to like Dolores Park. And so Dolores Park, we got our first um, catering, catering job. Yeah, through Dolores Oh, nice. Park. Just just hanging out with people randomly and talking about South African food. And then the catering just started happening. And then we opened a takeout spot in uh, San Francisco. And yeah, yeah I mean the financial in the district. Fin- financial district. So we just did mainly uh, lunch from 11 to 2. Mm-hmm. And then we obviously catered. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we all started in 2013. Yeah. And then we've been catering since.
0: Do you remember when you first came to the U.S.? So what the biggest difference was to you and what was like super strange?
1: Oh, so what was super strange for me? Because like, so I come from the, uh, I, you know, we come from South Africa. And obviously a lot of people were like, oh, it's going to be, a massive culture shock. Yeah, yeah. Culture shock to me was like, okay, what would the difference be? Because I grew up in the city, out in in South Africa. Like right? I grew up smack in the middle of the city, so I know what water. And I know what water, is. electricity, and, TV. You know, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. you know? wear normal clothes, just like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's you know, like, um, so then, um, in South Africa, we worked in the finance. We worked in finance, right? So I worked for a bank, and the biggest shock for me in the U S was when Wendy and I were trying to transfer money to each other. Right. Yeah. So in South Africa, when you transfer money, if you have the same bank accounts, I mean, at, bear in bear mind, this is 20. This is, we're talking about 20 years ago. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Uh-huh. So, so now I'm thinking, okay, Wendy, so we can like, if I need money, sometimes, you know, you can easily transfer money to me. So let's get the same, um, what you not? Not bank account, but like let's uh, open at the same, bron- let, not yeah, bank, the same branch. Not the same branch. Yeah, one bank. Yeah. 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 So we picked Bank of America. Yeah. Right? So both uh, both have accounts at Bank of yeah. America. Yeah. Okay. So uh Wendy, uh, I needed to transfer money to Wendy. No, I Wendy. don't. No, you you needed to transfer money. To so me. I needed to get I needed to give Pam money, and I go to the bank, and I'm like, hey, listen, um, I don't have a laptop, but can you link? So I'm like, can you link my sister's account? To uh, my account. So I'm able to just go to the ATM and plug in and basically transfer. An, or, or or no, if, no, no, yeah, no. No, transfer. Transfer the money. This lady looks at me like in a. Or street. if I can at least call the bank. <laughs> and no, they, no, no, no. No, 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 Wait, That's also another thing that. Well, was I'm, I'm not. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, she. I said, can you just um, link my sister's bank account? She's also Bank of America. I just want to be able to go to the ATM. Put my uh, card in, punch in my code, and you know, select that I want to transfer a hundred dollars to my sister. And she can't. Uh-huh. So she looks at me in this like like blank. What you do you wanna do? Um, um, I said, Do you not have ATM transfer banking banking? She looks at me like, no. I said, Okay, how do I get money to my system? She says, Oh, so I said, Okay, can you then transfer it on your system? Like yeah. just make the transfer. She says, no. I'm like, okay, how do you do this then? She says, oh, so what I'm going to do is I'm g- you are going to write out a check. Oh, yeah. And then, I know. I know. And then we're going to mail it to your sister's bank. And then they're going to then deposit the check into her bank. I'm like, excuse me? Whitney's like, what? What are you so talking- do you guys have telephone banking? banking? No. no. So what, was, what we know as Zal today is mm-hmm. what we had in, in South Africa. Africa.
0: I know, but it, it was the same. Like, when I came to the United States first, like, they they gave me, like, a checkbook. I'm like, what is this, 1980? <laughs> what is, you know? I mean, in all accounts, like, the U.S. is further ahead of whatever, like, in tech or, or something. But if it comes to banking, I don't know. That was, like, the Stone Age, kind of, right? Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. I was so shocked. And that was a cop- – and I'm thinking, I am – and I said – I'm from Africa. You're <laughs> telling me America, a first world country, does not South have. Europa, does not have the kind of banking technology that an African country has. I yeah. You- i said you know and i'm telling this this lady i'm like dude i can just pick up the phone in south africa and money gets transferred it literally in seconds money's in another person's banking account like that what are you talking about and i'm like you know what? i worked in the bank so i'm like can i just see your system can i just see system? <laughs> yeah okay i was really and that was one so that, that, culture was, shock the, that one. was culture shock number one that was culture shock number one and then another culture shock right was when obviously when we we're doing the interviews to do this to to do the au pairing, we
0: mm-hmm.
1: were told, oh, uh you you know, you're gonna go to a suburb. Right. Yeah, yeah. In my mind, a suburb is like Wisteria Lane, where the houses are right next to each other. Yeah. It's a suburb. In South Africa, that's a suburb. Uh-huh. Right? I come I'm now in Paulsbow and I'm like, where the hell am I? <laughs> what is the like, suburb what then? Is the, what, this is not a suburb. Okay. A suburb is supposed to be at least 20 minutes away from downtown. I'm not in a suburb. I'm in in a rural area. What is going on? I was in so much shock. Like, that shocked me because I was like, yeah, I didn't sign up for this.
0: So, So wait, but I don't understand because I'm now in the suburb. So... If you describe Wisteria Lane, that's where I am right now. Although I don't know what I don't know what suburb you're talking about. Then. No, but then that was the thing. I was <laughs> shocked. I was like,
1: I don't think this is a suburb. I think these people have made a mistake. It's like a small town, or uh, because they didn't take. They, we didn't land up in a Wisteria Lane kind of setup. No, we landed. Oh, in Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, no, then,
0: okay. So yeah. you
1: didn't know before what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then I, I mean, in my head when i'm going there and i'm like okay why are the houses so far apart like what's going on it's it was weird for me you can't like, uh, see the next house like it'll be like a 2 mile walk, walk to the next, to the next house, house. And i'm like no man this is rural oh okay
0: so you were like almost rural, yeah. rural. Yeah, was
1: like, oh, what's like- going on here? <laughs> so, when I then transitioned, uh, when I was done with my year there, because I was like, I'm not going to just, I mean, I don't find anything wrong with the family. They love me. I love them. Yeah. So, when, but then I was like, but I'm not staying here. I, I really want to experience the US. And the first city that came to mind was San Francisco.
0: Sure.
1: So, I then decided, okay, I'm going to do another year as an au pair. And I had these families call me. One was from San Mateo. The other one was out in like at Stanford. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, no, I said, it has to be San Francisco. Don't tell me you're 40 <laughs> minutes away from San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trusting anybody anymore. For sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not trusting anybody. I want to be able to see <laughs> Skylizers. I want to be able to go and take the subway, if that's what they call it uh-huh. there. No, I, I I need something similar to New York. was I didn't really like New York, but I said, well, San Francisco is the, the next best thing. And I had one day left on my visa, or else I had to go back home, and I kept on saying, no, nope, if it's not San Francisco, oh then forget. Oh my God,
0: were you not nervous? And then one day,
1: I know, Wendy was so Oh, bad. I was, I mean, I was <laughs> she was ready too. She was <laughs> in, in, uh, in, in Cal. Cal. I wanted, I'm like, I'm okay. With my family, the lady, uh, the, the mother had to send me a picture I said, I need to I need to know <laughs> that the house is right next to you. You like have no room. Like you're next to each other. And she sends, I said, please send me a picture. I said, I was bamboozled the first time down. Uh-huh. I am not going to do And she sends me a picture, aerial view. I'm like, okay, okay, I come, yeah, I'll come I'll come okay. with you guys. With, mean, with me, um, how this all happened was that you get a last minute call. I get a last minute call out of nowhere. Like and she says, because apparently she had a problem with her OP and her OP just left. Mm-hmm. And then they needed another au pair. And then I just came about. We were on the phone. We got along so well. And I was like, listen, I hope you are in the city, right? She says, I'm literally looking at the Sky Rises right now. Um, It's a 15-minute train ride to the house and back. And I was like, okay, perfect. Buy me the ticket. I was literally in San Francisco the next day. Oh,
0: my God. So close, right? (laughs)
1: I was class, no, I did not care. I was oh, yeah. I was not gonna put myself through any of that nonsense yeah. again. And why was That's
0: Why it. was the US so appealing to you in the first place?
1: Well, so basically, what had happened was we initially wanted to go to England because the culture, South African and English culture, are very similar, mm-hmm. and we also of English descent, yeah. so we were brought up in a more English kind of way. Of way of, the region Durban right is predominantly English culture is mm-hmm. very English we're like okay we want to go to a country that's familiar to our culture and so what had happened was we tried to get there so my dad just took away our funding because we because we were always um, although we worked <laughs> in banking we were always spending our money, money and not saving uh-huh. money and all of a sudden one day Pam and Wendy wake up and like oh, we're going to move to England. Okay, how are you going to move to England? You need money. Yeah. So, so we're like, like so impatient. We're like, oh, we want to move to England within two months. So we're like, dad, we need to, you know, borrow money from you, whatnot. We'll pay you back when we <clears> get <throat> to England. We'll <laughs> pay you back when we get to England. Don't worry, we'll save when we get to England. And then my dad um, calls my, his, aunt, his sister, and, and she says, oh, I don't think they're going to like, she was living in England. And she said, oh, I don't think they're going to like England. Um, you know, because they're city kids, but she was living in Sheffield. We were going to move to London. Mm. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <else? You> know? <laughs> oh, they're not going to like it. You're going to be wasting your money. They're going to come here for like a month. And just. I'm like, you don't know us. But anyway, long story short, my dad says, no, I'm not funding your English move. I'm like, okay, take your money then. So, <laughs> so in the pamphlet, what had happened was we were working with the agency to get us to England. And on a Saturday, we, now we, like, defeated. I'm like, okay, now we have to wait longer. Yeah. And then I was flipping through. I see au pair in America. I'm like, hold oh. on. We want to get out of here. We just got itchy feet. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with yeah. South Africa. We had amazing jobs. We just. We just wanted to get out. We just like, wanted, like, yeah. to eat uh-huh. for some reason. Yeah. We, we wanted saw, to travel on the, on the cheap. Well, yeah. Yeah. We just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so what ends up happening is I'm like, oh, let's just go au pair. You know, you get a stipend, free boarding, this, they pay for everything. Why not? We just need to get our driver's license. We've got all of that. We fit the criteria. And that's how we met. So that's how we ended up in the US. Yeah. It was because it was cheap, it was way cheaper. We paid for all of that ourselves. Yeah. So we didn't need money from anybody. So yeah. Like, okay, there's the $500 each. Let's go. How,
0: how old were you when you
1: came here? 2022, 20. 20, turning 23.
0: Okay. Uh huh. Right, yeah. Well, it's a long time ago, but I mean, I mean, like even you're n- you have a you were not even that young, I think, for being up pairs, Because when I think au pairs, they're just
1: nineteen. Yeah, and I'm uh-huh. and I'm glad we came after we turned twenty one because yes. I I think if we right. were much younger, like because of, of course where we come from, uh, the the age to party is eighteen. Yeah. Be to right like before. you would
0: have been so bored <laughs> you
1: know, we would have been so bored because we're like what am I doing What the Saturday but then you know we were over 21 so we actually kind of got lucky there yeah because I didn't know yeah. that it was 21 out in the US I mean oh Europe and Africa is 18 yeah so we were like okay must be the same you
0: know <laughs> right you were not thinking about like anything no. different big differences right um and what what do you think like um culturally um what was, like, different?
1: You, culturally, um, what we noticed, I mean, okay, let's see. What would be different? I mean, common sense, <laughs> in terms of that. Yeah, got- <laughs> it's like, you know, it's what we fight with <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Um, But in terms of culture, there was no really much, there wasn't big a, a shock in, in terms mm-hmm. of lifestyle, <clears throat> Because in South Africa we were a s um oh no, there was a culture shock for or, me. What was it? Uh, the culture shock was that so growing up in South Africa, right? When we go out, right? Oh, we have to get dressed. Like oh, yes. you don't go to places. You don't walk out your house without looking good. Okay. That is Okay. Mm-hmm. That is it. Like But that's also um San Francisco thing, kind of. And and, and and I think yeah. that too, because, but even when I was in Washington, I guess I dressed down a lot in Washington because there was obviously nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Um Even when I went to Seattle, i go visit Seattle. It was still more very dressed down, you know, uh-huh. compared to but, yeah. what I was used to. Because uh-huh. I mean, I remember the one time I went out, when this was the first time I got here, uh, well, got to uh, the US and I was dressed up, you know, mm-hmm. the way I dressed suited New York. Cause we were in New York for five days yeah. before we went to the okay. So the way I dressed up suited that New York vibe. So okay. of course, then you come into the space where the first place you go to is New York and you assimilate easy because there are more Europeans out there. Right. Then mm-hmm. mm-hmm. now five days later, I'm taken out of New York to the West coast and out there they dress very down like it's sneakers and maybe jeans like you know it's down and I had to figure it out very quickly because then I was literally that sore thumb I mean which was nice because people would actually stop me in the malls and go oh my god where did you buy that outfit oh my god like Uh South Africa and they were like South Africa and they were like (laughs) I didn't even think people in Africa wore clothes, you know. <laughs> you know, so that. Oh God, I mean, yeah. And and then that that's and what ends up happening yeah. is, is the dressing down. We started just dressing down, moving to San Francisco. Same thing. Yeah, we just started dressing down, so you don't get all dolled up when you go to the shop for sure you go shopping. yeah right so I mean sometimes I go to the shop in my pajamas now it's like no, but that, that can, can never happen just, but that never happens in, in South, South Africa, Africa. right
0: that even that after COVID because I feel like here it got worse since COVID I mean like before people sure sometimes you saw people like out in their
1: pajama pants but like now it's just, like, common? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. It's become very, very, very common. And our mother hates <laughs> it. My mom still dresses oh. up. Oh, yeah. She she still dresses. She said, you'll, you'll never take South Africa me out of me. We are classy. I'm going to dress up. No, she wakes up and she gets dressed. Even if she's sat at home, she wakes up and gets dressed up. And I'm like, but you're not going anywhere. But I would say that I think what it, it is, I don't know. I, I don't know how it is in Texas. Yeah. But... Um, what I what I know in in um, with people in Florida, they get dressed up. In camp,
0: I mean here here if they go out to like downtown area, then they dress up. Like everybody looks really nice okay. and put together. But I mean, if you go through the neighborhoods or something or through the suburbs, like people just wear whatever their workout clothes. But I have to say, for me, a big difference always was people always wear their workout clothes yeah. you know so they yes. they um go outside they go for a walk which is not workout in my in my eyes right and then they're like totally dressed up in like their spandex yoga pants and their running shoes and their professional running hat and i don't know they look so professional right <laughs> and like for me if i go for a walk i just wear my regular clothes yeah, yes. you know yeah
1: I've just learned to do what the what the rest of the world, what the rest of San Francisco <laughs> does: leggings and a t-shirt and the anorak.
0: <laughs> <So, Yeah. laughs> exactly, and but so now all your family is there too, right? So, or your your mom and your brother? Just our
1: mom and our brother, and the rest of the family is still in South Africa.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, how often do you visit? So we huh? go. Uh,
1: we well, pre-COVID was every two years. And we uh-huh. finally made a, after COVID, we finally made a visit to um, South Africa and in England. And we are trying to go every year now. So okay. hopefully we are able to do it every year. Yeah.
0: Right, and uh, what about like a reverse culture
1: shock? Yes, yes. When we got there, there was reverse culture shock because mm-hmm. we are so we are so um, so accustomed to, to... Uh, potholes on the freeways in California. <laughs> <laughs> You're so American yeah. now. <laughs> uh, that when we were driving uh, uh, in in uh, Johannesburg,
0: there's uh-huh. not a
1: pothole in sight on the freeway. Well, in the, yeah, on the freeway. Yes. Yeah, the, right. right. I'm not saying they don't have potholes. They have them in industrial neighborhoods. Where you mm-hmm. know, like, there's a big, big rig. rig that's constantly going through. I mean, mm. in some, you know, there's potholes yeah. here and there. Now and then. Uh, in some areas. We, yeah, but I'm, we're talking about the freeway. I'm talking yeah. about a freeway. Like, oh, my God. The highway yeah. is pothole free, yes. at least for my but experience. yeah,
0: But it's a California thing. They don't, the streets are not as bad here. Like I remember, like when I was driving, and especially in Oakland, yeah. I was like, "Dude, I, that reminds me, like in the '90s in Poland, <laughs> you know, it was like a second or third world country with like shitty roads." Yeah. That was, that was I was thinking of, as
1: and especially Oakland Street. I was just driving oh, at Bayview, yeah, and you know, I'm driving and I'm just go, I go, Boo-boo. I'm like, "Oh my god, my tires! Oh my god, my <laughs> suspension!" I'm like, "Oh." Jesus. I'm like, this is not, this is not, we're not supposed to be living like this. Especially for <laughs> an area, especially for San Francisco, yeah. where exactly a, a house, you can't, I you mean, can't buy anything it, for less than a million dollars. Wherever you look in San Francisco, you will not be a place for less than a million. Yeah. And then we live yeah. like, a th- I mean, it looks like a third world country. No, San Francisco. Honestly, yeah, it's, gone, bad. it's worse. It's gone yeah. so bad and it's so frustrating. Because like, if you I'm I'm sure this happens also in Germany where, uh, you know, you've got a neighborhood where everybody knows, like, that's the neighborhood. That's rich. That's rich. And all, you know, the houses. Yeah, yeah. Uh Boom, that's it. Same thing in South Africa. We've got neighborhoods like that where you can see the money. Um, In San Francisco, for me, I feel like you can't see the money. Because, I mean, mean, you'll be shocked. Like, oh, you go to the mission and that house is a million dollars. You can go anywhere in San Francisco and some houses are over a million, but they don't look like they're supposed to be a million dollars. They look as... But as it's as just as because the dollars. demand
0: is so high and there's no space. <laughs> yeah. You know?
1: yeah. So crazy.
0: No what other uh, reverse culture shock is it when you go back to yeah. South Africa? When
1: The reverse culture shock is dressing up as well. So mm. oh. we're so accustomed to being dressed down. It is like, oh my God, I need to now think. No, yeah. So when we what am I gonna wear? What am I gonna wear? Yeah. So it becomes because again, you can't dress down. You can't just wear, you know, a t shirt and leggings no. and, and, and sneakers. You need to be like, Oh, my shirt my shirt matches my, my shoes, shoes. <laughs> and you no know, okay. makeup is on. So there's constant dressing up, mm-hmm. makeup, everything mm-hmm. just to go to the mall or just to go. To the shop, it's like you need to be dressed up. Yeah. So that's the the other reverse culture shock. And also uh-huh. being very, um, what I notice is that uh, the comments the South Africans will make about us when we're there, they notice that we don't live in South Africa. Yeah. We may be South African, but they do notice our denima and our. Um, they 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 say that we are a bit more aggressive now yes. that we live. Oh yeah. yeah, so, yeah. So,
0: it's, so it's like usually the behavior more chill in so the um, African behavior South
1: Africa? is very chill, Not loud. Um yeah. so, I know you've
0: been always loud. So I I don't think I don't think that was an uh, Americanized
1: thing. I thought that's your just your uh. Yeah, so we were loud, but now it, it, it now it's not added on with the American um like aggression. So um so that's what they've noticed. Like, mm, okay. spoken. Yeah. Like, where before, you know, you would keep quiet and, like, okay, whatever. And take it. Like, oh, so, like, so if okay. someone said something. Especially if they're older than you. Yeah. So, because like... in South Africa, we, you know, obviously we taught to respect our elders. elders. Yeah. And, like, yeah. If, if an older person says something, even, even if they're so... wrong, you just brush it off. Like, oh, okay, you know. But where to now... me, it's like, now you're wrong. Yeah. Now we're. But, so, you know, but
0: maybe it's also because you guys are, like, business people, you know, you have to, like, stand your
1: ground, and you're used to this, like, on every day. that's true. True. That is so true. Especially, you know, working with a male, working in a male-dominated environment, as you know, in the the restaurant industry, Industry. it's very male-dominated, where you're like, hey, no, I might be female, but I'm going to stand my ground. Yeah. This is where I am. This is where I'm working. So, yeah. And and over the years, we just became very territorial. Yeah, So, so it's like you don't have, you have this no bullshit denima and statue. Yeah. So that was. Yeah, you
0: have to money. in that industry. Exactly. Oh, yeah, 100%.
1: Yeah. You know. Else you we'll walk all over you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, is there anything that you really
1: miss? Um, yes, I definitely miss. Um, like, what, well, with South Africa? Yeah, with South oh, Africa. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, funny thing, I definitely miss the food. But you make it yourself. It's 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 different. different. Like, Uh. when you know, like, we make our own food, right? But you also want someone else. But you also miss the candy. Like, you know, know, we don't make the candy, we don't make the chips. I think the closest thing to our candy and our chips um, is uh, the Irish Irish and the British, uh, uh, you know, stores that we have. So Mm -hmm. that's close enough to what we also, um, uh, what you call it, sell in South Africa. Uh, okay. But there's also things that are missing in between. Mm, yeah. So those are the things you miss. Like specifically, um, this uh, our jerky called bulltong. I miss uh-huh. that. I love it. Like, you can go into any store in South Africa and get this delicious bulltong. And also, you know, when you want to do takeout, right? Mm. You know exactly, you know what you want to eat. And you know, okay, I'm getting it. But here, it's not the same. It's, either oh, I need to make, make it, it now, you know? Yeah. So I was, sure. I was, I was to go food in, in, in San Francisco. is Indian. Yeah. Because it's very mm-hmm. close it was, to South Africa. Yeah. And then in South oh. Africa, you can just get, you know, yeah. the takeout Absolutely. food is different as well. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can uh-huh. for fish and chips. You've got fish and chips. chips. And McDonald's is also very different. The Burger King. Right. Are completely different to here. Okay. So and another thing is,
0: this is There as well uh, That it's kind of upscale
1: Exactly And also um Now South Africans are kind of like Also very picky as well But the other thing What I also found out When we go back to um Culture shock as well In South Africa Yes Takeout is more of a luxury Yes yeah. Everything is more mm-hmm. at home You know Where mm-hmm. here, uh, and, and like fruits and vegetables are cheap um, uh-huh. Being healthy in South Africa is cheap Yeah, yeah. Where in the US, being unhealthy is cheap.
0: Because Yeah, but I think also that is also kind of because people are not doing their math right. Because I feel it's really cheap to buy fruits and vegetables at the store in comparison to they make the- go buy your own buy and take out every day. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. you got a good yeah, point there. Yes, that's yes, so yes. true. It- that is very um, um, I guess because But I mean and
0: then also I mean you still have to do all the work yourself, right?
1: It's the convenience where, that they like where, here. Like, especially what I find yeah. out with England as well. Oh, England yeah. is very convenient in health. You can walk into a shop and actually buy a sort of a fresh meal, right? That's in the mm-hmm. fridge that you just need to pop in the oven, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and, it, and 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 you look at the ingredients. It's literally like three things on like a meatloaf. Like it's your, you use your meat, your onions, and your sauce. And that's it, right? right. Everything's preserved. A lot of Oh, my God. You know, in, so you can't... The
0: ingredients it. list is so Lovi. long. It's, it's not, ending. not ending.
1: I mean, even with pasta, for example, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I picked up a, a bag of pasta in in, 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 um, in England. And it was like... Uh, durum, flour, flour. durum wheat. Durum wheat water, water. Salt. No, not even salt. It? Yeah. No, there was a sodium. Oh, yeah, sodium. A sodium. And that was it that was an ingredient list uh-huh. on a pasta bag yeah. we here i could have pronounced the names what is the pasta i mean i always buy the
0: barilla brand so or you know i always buy the the italian brand so you have to buy don't people to,
1: to know that you're getting something good yeah
0: but i but i remember like the first time when i went to trader joe's and i bought their pasta because i was like oh that pasta here's actually cheap yeah. But it tasted so weird it tasted like cinnamon almost yeah it didn't say on the it didn't say on the packaging but it had like a weird flavor to it you
1: see that oh, so get true. all of that as well and also with the packaging I noticed this um they are not uh, maybe in California you have to actually put all the ingredients uh, but I noticed that in, in most place in most states you don't really necessarily need to right mm. there could be uh, uh, additives that you that that is added. But are not mentioned mentioned
0: on right. the labeling.
1: When California, were very fortunate that they're yeah. very strict with labeling. Yeah. yeah, so you have to mention everything that's yeah.
0: in there. Yeah, I think it's here too because otherwise the labels wouldn't be it's as, as long.
1: long. I know. So.
0: Yeah, they are just so long, and, and uh, like most of the words <laughs> you cannot pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's so crazy. And the bread that yeah. takes three weeks to uh, expire. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> like
1: right? And I forget, like, uh, so uh, <laughs> oh, and eggs that need to go in the fridge,
0: yeah, but that is because they are washed here. Yes, we
1: don't wash our eggs uh, back home,
0: yeah, we don't do that either. We what? don't wash our it's eggs, that's why they like fine
1: outside. Because they claim, like, if you don't wash the eggs, and you, you the they, okay. higher chances of a salmonella, yeah. And okay. I'm
0: like, well, you're gonna gonna lick the, <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> shells, right. <laughs>
1: You know I don't get it. You know, <laughs> Can't open, and we don't eat raw eggs. Okay, we don't. A, and also um, boil them. So I'm sure there are people who do it. Well, that's yeah. silly because not, <laughs> not, because even if you're gonna you you're not gonna give even if you're gonna give it, give an egg to your kid, right? You're still gonna boil it. Yeah. Even if they're gonna lick exactly, they it, like can. It's boiled, so it, yeah, the germs. Yeah, it's already hot. Now. All the germs are dead. Yeah. Well,
0: well, I don't know. Um and um. And also, I mean, like, all the meats that are washed in chlorine, right? And <laughs> the chicken. And the, the
1: chicken, yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness, where you can walk in. And, and, and another thing is, in South Africa, butcheries are huge. Yeah. There's a butchery mm-hmm. in, like, every you, corner. There's a local butchery. Mm-hmm. There's a butchery in the supermarket. But, yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. It, it's available. All these fresh meats are available to you. Yeah, I mean, there's a, right. I mean, when we were there, when we were in, uh, when we were at my sister's butcher and a bakery. The butchery and bakeries are all over the place. You, yeah, you, you look. If you want a fresh loaf of bread, bread? You got your fresh loaf of bread. Yeah, you know, and your butcheries yeah. are there. You got your the local local butcheries are in mm-hmm. every corner. Yeah. of suburbs in mm-hmm.
0: Well, you are at least in a very lucky place where you don't have it that common but you have it because like in other places it's not like that
1: i mean we are fortunate to be um well to be south african to be fair um and fortunate to have the kind of um now i always tell people like yes they we when we come here you know when people talk about you know oh africa they don't realize how south africa as a country is in the first world kind of category yeah right uh, yes, we suffer from what is called load shedding, where they turn off electricity. That's only just based on corruption. But yeah. other than that, I mean if I can call if I have one complaint about South Africa is their electricity problem. Yeah. and that's all
0: things. Oh well, so that's like Texas. We don't have it. in winter. Really and if to it's too hot, we
1: don't have it either. You know? But but they shut up. we actually have a no, schedule. No, we have a schedule. It's worse. Yes. Oh there's a schedule. So they'll tell you it's either stage one, One, two, two, or three three. or four. If you're stage one, your electricity goes one, goes off once Once. for two hours. If it's stage two, it goes off for twice in that day and in two hour increments. So for example, it would be like from ten to twelve. There's, you have no electricity and then that's first stage and then second stage will be like okay from seven to eight i'm, I'm from eight to ten yeah. right that's okay now if you if you're reaching stage three that <laughs> means they're gonna're they're gonna shut the electricity out at least three <laughs> times, times in that given in day. day oh Even my day.
0: god seriously and and that's every day and that's every day and, oh, and that's because their grid is
1: not uh, made for the high demand. no, it's because they um the our government they're the siphoning they're siphoning the government is greedy, they're pushing electricity to other African countries, countries to make money <laughs> to make money, and then we then the, the citizens suffer, yeah, so that's what they mm. do um and mm. they claim and they claim they claim oh no it's it, it's overload and it's not no. they they just giving electricity. yeah selling it to yeah pocket money i mean south africa has literally reached their their quota of uh what they call it um you know how they all the countries go and they have to have a quota in terms of um uh, the the ecosystem like the the the, the kind of fuels and um, what is it called what do they call it um Every country's got a quota. They said the the fossil fuel. Yes, yeah. yes. The fossil fuel quota. Yeah, uh-huh. we we've, we've reached we've reached our the quota. We reached. Okay, i sure of everybody. everybody. Yes. Congrats! <laughs> <on> shutting down <laughs> our electricity. Uh. So, so that's my only beef with South Africa. Other than that, there's a yeah. lot to miss. Yeah, the beaches are amazing. Yeah entertainment mm-hmm. you know um food. food is amazing i heard it's like co- close to paradise it, it is i'm, I'm not so, yeah. Yeah. like i said apart from the electricity problem <laughs> it, it's close to paradise you know?
0: uh-huh. did you uh used to live in like those gated communities yes
1: the gated mm-hmm. communities and um that was all based on um you know we 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 had a high crime rate at one point. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not saying there's no, but it has lowered down compared to what it was 18 years ago. Mm -hmm. 20 years Mm -hmm. ago, it was bad. Mm -hmm. It was really bad. But it was also based on the uh, high influx of people coming into the country and people not having jobs. Yeah. You know, high uh immigration influx. And then when you get there, there's no job. So some people were turning to crime. crime. Um, Now there's a, a bit of a control and so it's not as bad as it used to be. Like yeah. when we would when we lived when we were there living twenty years ago, we would have to hold our bags, our cell phone. Okay. Everything was like tight on you. Yeah. You would have to keep your money in your in your breast. Oh, you, know. you know. It was but when we got went back in twenty sixteen, yeah. it was completely different. Yeah. You know, at one point, twenty years ago, your cell phone was like clutched. Mm-hmm. Now it's okay. like, who cares? No one's taking us yeah. home. Yeah. So the level of security is different to 20 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. And, of course, the gated communities are there. And it, I think it just became, like, well, 20 years ago, it became culture to yeah. protect yourself. So the high gates, electric fences and everything. And it just stuck. Yeah. So people mm-hmm. will feel like, oh, no, I need my gate, my, my gates. I need my electric fence. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, so, and it also helps, too, because it also diverts anybody that's trying to break okay, in yeah. as well. I mean, you even find it here, the alarm clock, the, um, the, 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 the alarms. The, how we got, uh, uh, what you call it, the ring now. Now we got ring. I mean, yeah. in South Africa, it's not as... No. Yeah, but yes, we do have our electric fences. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. We have our electric fences. And again, we've got our vicious dogs. And we got our little dog. Our, our right, some people mm-hmm. actually, listen to this. This is the craziest shit. Right. There are people that have tigers. Indian. Tigers? Yes. Seriously. Like lions and yeah, tigers. I don't know. Um, no, so tigers, are, tigers are Indians. Sorry. Lions. Okay. There's this guy who had. Oh my God, it's the craziest shit. I thought. I honestly thought it's people. Of, no, crazy. no. I thought people were talking nonsense when we were back in South Africa. And they were like, oh yeah, there was a big board. Beware of the lion. And. And are you not afraid of your own lions? I <laughs> I mean, I no. Care. I guess they get these baby lions. No, no, and some of them have been mauled by the No, lions. some of them have been mauled, but then imagine now uh, you see this big sign, beware of the lion. Like, I mean, oh my God, we yeah. Teased, we would always tease Americans for asking us if we oh, have pets as lions. lions. Now we, we actually have. do. Yeah, now <laughs> we <laughs> do. Do <'Cause like, laughs> yeah. you think I have a pet? For I'm a lion? Like, oh, okay. Oh no. Okay. Now we do. Now we went back. Like, I was like, what? Oh my God, really? People actually have pets as lions now? Yeah, yeah some people yeah, do. So there was a disguise like, we might as well live up to the, <laughs> the, the my- hype. <laughs>
0: What other What other questions do you get from from people here sometimes? When we
1: first moved out here, they, uh, I they had asked me if I bought the clothes. If, if I bought my clothes at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Uh, and, my I mean, fashion is better we... than yours. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the airport does not have this kind of fashion. <laughs> oh, you know, you have like name brands. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the funny, funny thing is was uh, cars, right? Yeah. South Africans are Coffin they're crazy, oh they're crazy. Men in South Africa and their cars. Oh my god. I mean, I'm telling you we right swear now. It's the first wife. If if you if if you're gonna do the comparison of South Africans and their cars compared to Americans, they, on a no Sunday, car. it's a special it's a day. day. So they all drive to a friend's house and they wash their cars. They have pants, they play their music, music. They, they wash their cars, detail their cars, detail their cars. Like and, you, you we, you're, oh we're not allowed to step in a man's car without dusting our feet first. Yeah. Oh, when you talk about when you talk about male Indian okay, male culture,
0: male culture in uh, South America, Africa. Now I know
1: what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. seriously.
0: <laughs> yes. And, and you ever,
1: come- And you know, and again, like again, you can tell the difference. Yes, you can tell the difference with rich. The haves and the have They're nots. Nuts. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, like when you go to an area that is very rich, uh, you will see your Lamb Lamborghini mm-hmm. uh, car dealership. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, I mean, I have not. You see your Ferrari dealership. Yeah. You're gonna see your uh, uh, what's it called? Your Aston Martin Aston Martin Maserati dealership. Maserati dealerships. You can you can just see this is money, okay. and you're gonna see these okay. cars. You will see these cars on the road. Yeah. Like it's, oh, okay. you know, I saw more luxury cars in South Africa than I've ever had in, in the US. So maybe because I don't live yeah, in Beverly okay. Hills or you know, yeah. Assets, yeah, 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 maybe maybe yeah, that's yeah. the reason maybe, why. Yeah. But again, no, but then when we were in England. We were in a posh neighborhood, and you saw. Yeah, but I'm talking about South Africa, though. You know, you see more, no. But that's what I'm saying. Like you would think that with uh, San Francisco having so much money in tech, I mean, I like like the fact, I like the fact that they it
0: but they are also like um in this, uh what's it called in Palo Alto all the money is yeah, in, yeah, yeah. the people yeah. with the big cars and the big houses live oh, yeah. in Palo Alto yeah yeah you're San right. Francisco like where do you want to park your Lamborghini in San Francisco there's no parking yeah yeah
1: where do you if you wanted to be scratched yeah. and dated yes you, yeah you, exactly you in San Mateo and yeah. Palo Alto Epiton Atherton to have that There's money out there. okay yeah. yeah.
0: So I only have like two questions because I only have three oh. more minutes. Um, so
1: would you ever consider moving back? Um, Yes and no. Yes, not really because of... Um, so we're going to actually be living in three... Not living, <laughs> but like traveling our, between... No, hold on, our ideal living okay. situation. Because I do miss San Francisco when I'm away. Yes. Then when I come mm-hmm. back, I miss South Africa and England. Right. So uh-huh. our ideal like life kind of idea of living is to live in between all three countries yeah south africa england and the u.s it,
0: that's also three continents, three <laughs> continents.
1: but it, it won't be bad with england and and south africa because the time difference is only two hours is, yeah, yeah where, uh-huh. where it'll be like the oh, jet lag will be, more, lag here. Will be more here um, um but yeah we would because we launched a brand uh, yes um, i don't know if you've seen it the alcohol the brand. alcohol brand.
0: Yeah, I saw it, but I um have it only seen on your inst- uh, on your Instagram. Yes,
1: so um, mm-hmm. so remember the roibos we were making in the beginning? yeah. So during uh-huh. COVID, we uh, decided. Well, well, we were busy playing around and we were experimenting, and we came up with the nice, tasty. Spiked ice tea, tea cocktail with the Roy Boss. Nice. Yes. And okay. then we started uh we produced it last year, November, and we launched in no, in in March. March. And we're in a few bars now, so we're pushing we pushing the alco- our alcohol line. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. so it's uh basically a we're the first in the world to make an ice a uh, ready to drink with Roy Boss. Uh-huh. Uh, secondly, we won double gold for our passion fruit flavour. And nice. over for our pine, exotic pineapple flavor at the San Francisco World Spirits uh, competition. competition. No, that's yeah, awesome. so are, she, that's exciting. You know, so we are very really excited with our new project because mm-hmm. we have decided to kind of. I mean, catering is kind of slow at the moment with people working mm-hmm. from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the bulk of the mm-hmm. money yeah. when it comes to catering is the corporate catering, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Because
1: people, a lot of people working from home, we basically decided that you no. Know, we've so really got this amazing to... tasting alcoholic drink called Red Pearl, Rainbow Water uh-huh. Refreshes. <laughs> Very mouthy. But it's just the brand itself is called Red Pearl. Yeah. And um and so it's R T D, nine point five ABV a can. So it's quite um. Uh, it's strong. Quite strong. <laughs> <laughs> I should send you some samples. I'll send you Yeah, yeah. um you
0: send me um you send me um a link so i can like promote it on the on the, the instagram on this uh, from the podcast. Oh thank you, thank so, you much. so much. And also yeah. um,
1: cuz we're not online as yet and we're still just working with San Francisco we're working uh-huh. on getting you know into more stores and getting a, a, a distributor. So there's any distributors out there. <laughs> I'll need you. <laughs>
0: Yes, reach out to me and then I will forward it. Please, please, (laughs) please. All right, it was really nice to talk to you. Thank you so much. Um, I wish I would have more time, but um, I'm like, I have to be there in 10 minutes. Okay. (laughs) All right. right. Thank you. You Have a good
1: one.
0: Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. That was my conversation with Pam and Wendy. I thought that was so much fun. Um, I think my favorite part was that comment that they got. Did you buy your clothes at the airport? Oh my god, people. That's unbelievable. People need to get a better education. Um, Yeah. Anyway, um, to change the subject. Their company is called Global Chefs which is also their Instagram. And there you can also find out more about their award-winning vodka Rooibos drink that is called Red Pearl. And please reach out to me at worldscollide123pod at gmail.com. And if you like this podcast, tell everyone about it and gave it a 5-star rating wherever you listen to it. I'm looking forward to the next episode. Until then, goodbye from Denmark.